It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. It is Friday. Yes, the wind down for our week has started. It is the ninth day of September for 2022. Now, not so much of a celebration is a couple of days ago. Of course, we had the rate hike. People like you, maybe not like you, if you're lucky enough, Enough not to be in this position, having to sit down and working out the next cutbacks to be able to pay the mortgage, the pullback, the curbing of expenditure, the cutback on cutbacks for some people, just to get through so you have the ability to keep moving forward. And often home ownership is described as financial freedom, but right now many families around the country feel like the mortgage is a ball and chain around their ankles. So if you're not in this position, just spare a thought for many families around the country that are struggling. And if that is you, just hang on in there. It's not going to last forever. It's like the property cycle itself. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Well, coming up, we're going to be talking with Munro, who is stepping in this morning for Rich Harvey about the Eastern Suburbs Market Update. And he'll be telling us what is happening right now. He's got news about some of the property prices being paid and where the good buying is right now for September. So that's coming up in just a moment. As is our road trip in Queensland. It is continuing tomorrow. We made it to Rockhampton yesterday. And we're now heading to Mackay. And we'll be talking tomorrow to Danielle Law, who will give us the rundown on the property market there in Mackay. If you're celebrating your birthday on this ninth day of September, Michael Bublé, he is turning 47, the Canadian singer. Adam Sandler, the comedian, he's turning 55. Hugh Grant, the Englishman, is turning 62. And somebody who would have been celebrating their birthday today, Colonel Sanders from KFC. He actually lived to the age of 90. I wonder if the chicken helped with that. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the Main Centre Forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. And on your Friday morning, let's check on weather around Australia. First, we go to Sydney, expecting a high of 21 degrees. Grab the raincoat, some showers and possibly a storm today. Melbourne expecting one or two showers as well. Your high of 20 degrees. Brisbane expecting rain at times, also a possible storm and a high of 23 degrees. And to round things off in Perth, also expecting some showers today and your high of 20 degrees. We are just as addicted to property as you are. Every weekday morning from 6.30. Let's talk property. 
a podcast series with Rich Harvey. Well, the Sydney eastern suburbs, as you know, have some of the most exclusive real estate in Australia. And you only have to look at locations like world-famous Bondi Beach or trendy Coogee Beach, which is one of my favourite spots, or to the exclusive enclaves like Double Bay and Vaucluse. And long-term residents there will tell you of the first-class amenities that the east offers and also provides. And many buyers, they aspire to buy real estate in the eastern suburbs, but are often daunted by the high prices and the challenges of finding a property that is just right for their future needs. And getting a foothold into the eastern market requires tenacity, detailed research, and a lot of street smarts to put you ahead of other buyers. So to help uncover all of this and to unpack what is happening in the eastern suburbs market. We have Munro Donan, the Principal and Director of Property Buyer East. And welcome Munro to the Real Estate Podcast Breakfast. Good morning, Craig. Thank you for inviting me. So let's get right into it and look at the eastern prices. Where are they heading right now? Craig, interesting question. Definitely seeing more stability within the eastern suburbs, especially the eastern beaches. And for more A-grade property in prime locations, I don't see a market correcting radically in our patch. Most of the correction we have seen actually take place over the last six months. The markets are pretty patchy, depending on the areas you're looking at. Currently, there's a 50%, circa 50% clearance rate. However, another 15 to 20% of the inventory is sold within a few weeks after auction. Technically, looking at a 65 to 70% sold within weeks. This is not really a collapsing market, in my opinion. And looking at price guides uh, for the East, agents are no doubt using price guides. How realistic are these price guides? That's the first part of my question. And the second part is, at this moment of time, is anything selling over the guide? That's a very interesting question. And believe it or not, there actually are a few. And I've got a few examples for you. And as I said before, we're looking at markets within markets. And it is a little bit patchy depending on the areas. Uh, Certain property is selling very quickly pre-auction. As people are still scared of losing out and are prepared to pay a premium where there is low supply of product. Give you a couple of examples based on that. A property in Coogee guiding $3 million last week within three days of opening sold for $3.6 million pre-auction. I went to the first open and I could not believe the amount of people falling over each other with a 20% premium. Knowing this agent pretty well, he doesn't underquote. He's pretty good on his quoting, so strong demand for that property. Another example is a semi in Paddington, which sold about a week ago for just over 5 million. That particular property was guiding 4.2 and within a quick few days disappeared at well over 20% on the guide price. Another home, for example, one of our clients owned a property in Vaucluse and asked me to get a valuation done about a year ago. They were overseas. It's a 900 square meter block, an older 1980s style home with beautiful harbor views. That particular property we had valued at $9 million in 2021 and it sold for $11 million this July and within a few days. So interesting examples to see the strength of this particular market segment. 
Yeah, so those are pretty uh, impressive prices. And we know that the construction industry is hurting right at the moment. How are construction costs impacting buyers' decision to buy, say, established versus doing a renovation or knockdown and rebuild? Craig, it's an interesting question. I've had a chat with a couple of builders. I actually bought a property yesterday for a client, a brand new build. And typically what you're seeing is that the cost of steel in the last year has gone up about 47%. The supply chains are affected as we know. It's difficult to get supplies and there's labor shortages. So the cost of doing a renovation that would have probably cost a cosmetic renovation cost about eighty dollars to $100,000 a year ago is probably cost you 50% more today. I believe that will settle down as soon as the supply chains, you know, stabilize again. What I am seeing with clients is they're not that motivated to buy something that needs a lot of work, obviously because of these costs. And there are people prepared to pay a premium for something that's beautifully done and of a very high standard. Yeah. Okay. And one of the ways to get into the East is by way of apartments. What are the price differences at the moment uh, that you're seeing between houses and apartments? Craig, I would say the biggest uh, difference depends on locations. If we're looking at the Bayside suburbs and the beach locations such as Kuji and Bondi that you mentioned before, where houses can trade well northwards of $8 million, her first home buyers and investors can still get smaller apartments in these areas in the one to two million dollar range in the beach suburbs. While the luxury higher end apartments with amazing views, obviously in areas like Darling Point, would trade in the mid three million to around about 10 million. And similar for the ocean suburbs like Bondi and Kuji. The best value ocean suburbs, I would say, in my opinion, is Little Bay, which is one of my favorites, where one and a half to two million dollars buys you a great two or three bedroom apartment with amazing ocean views, parkland and golf course aspects. This location is 30 minutes from the CBD and it's almost like having a holiday home close to the city. Luxury houses in the Little Bay area with full ocean views do trade up to $10 million and similar properties in South Coogee would probably trade for about 30% more than that. All right, so there's a good tip, Little Bay. And supply and demand in the East can sometimes be a real battle. So which suburbs, Munro, are the most tightly held at the moment? We're seeing a lot of house buyers coming from Bondi and the northern eastern beaches, that's Bondi and north of Bondi, finding great value in the southeastern beaches. For example, Randwick and Coogee buyers with very tight budgets could also be looking towards Kensington, Kingsford and Rosebury, which offer some great homes on large blocks of land in wide streets with excellent access to the beaches, lifestyle and to the city. House buyers in Coogee Maroubra should possibly consider five minutes down the road to get a huge bang for their buck. In areas like Chifley, Matraville and Malabar, I would recommend these buyers be open-minded just to take a look at the amazing opportunities in these areas and what they offer as they're becoming more popular with younger families.
Buyers will be very surprised to see what two to three million can get you in these areas. For example, an older style 70s home, which is very livable on a good five to 600 square meter block in a lovely street or a modern shiny semi around about 300 to 350 square meters of land. Actually, quite interestingly, I just recently bought an off market for a client in this area on three, 535 square meters for just over 2.7 million, which I think was amazing buying as this property would have definitely traded well over three million a year ago. And you mentioned Little Bay. I know that we'll have listeners wanting to know in September for 2022, which is where we are today, are there any other affordable suburbs left in the east? Uh, Yes, there there certainly are affordable opportunities left in the East for apartments, I would say. There are opportunities. I mean, a lot of people love the Darling Point, Potts Point, Rose Bay areas. You've got Vaucluse, Dover Heights, Bellevue Hill. There are opportunities there to buy. Also, your South Coogee, North Bondi areas. And depends on what you're looking for and, you know, what your budget allows. And what is happening at the moment in the rental yields in the East? Are investors coming back into the market? Craig, that's very interesting. What we're seeing is investors are coming back into the market. There's been a major uptick in rentals in the eastern suburbs, with some rentals having risen 20 to 30%, and I've seen it on a property I own myself. Um, That's off the COVID lows, and probably 10 to 15% higher than the pre-COVID days. I do expect this trend to continue due to the low new supply of apartments in the east, really where people want to live. With 195 new migrants expected to enter Australia in the next 12 to 18 months, and the majority probably coming to Sydney or New South Wales, this is going to put extra pressure on rentals, as many of these migrants may not be on a permanent visa, which limit their ability to buy due to FERB surcharges and would have to go into the rental market. A lot of new apartments in premium locations in the eastern suburbs are now being designed for owner-occupiers, so they are larger apartments with higher price tags, topping up to $50,000 a square meter which leaves very little stock, new stock for investors and renters. All right. Well, good on you, Munro. You got through all of that, stepping in for the boss, Rich Harvey, who's away today. You have yourself a fantastic Friday, a great weekend. And again, thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. Thank you, Craig, and appreciate the opportunity to share with you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.